Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's Location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song? Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Kaboom! If you thought four hours a day, 1,200 minutes a week was enough... Think again. He's the last remnants of the old republic. A sole bastion of fairness. He treats crackheads in the ghetto gutter the same as the rich pill poppers in the penthouse. Wow. The clearinghouse of hot takes break free for something special. The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller starts right now. In the air. Everywhere, the fifth hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio back in the audio dojo. And we thank you for hanging out. Hopefully you heard the Friday podcast, Danny, a rare and appropriate listener hanging out with us on the fifth hour. But I thought it was appropriate because many people have been emailing me, Danny, about the Maller meet and greet which is coming up in a couple weeks from today, actually, two weeks from today. I can't believe it's going to be that quick. We'll be in Minnesota, and I'm looking forward to it. So I wanted to let everyone know because people are, like, flying in, and so I thought Regina, she's been putting all this together, so I thought it would be perfect to have her on. And uh, some surprising things as well in there that I did not know about that Regina revealed. So all that on the Friday podcast. But we are on Upward and on. about the drugs that she brought to the last one? <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, Danny G. This is a family <laughs> podcast. I did mention, though, on that podcast, I did mention that there are wild after parties that are that that take place at the Maller meet and greet. Now, I am not part of the meet meet and greet parties. I, I'm part of the main event, but yeah. I'm, not, I'm not part of the post game show. So, and I'm also not responsible. Anything that these uh, knuckleheads yeah. do, okay? R. Kelly famously said. After the party, there's the after party. Uh, <laughs> after the after party, there's the hotel lobby. So you're not a part of any of that, right? No, no. I make my appearance. I shake hands, kiss babies, take a few photos, and uh, then I am out. I am gone, uh, gone, 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 gone. See you later. And uh, and that that is all. But I am I'm uh, tremendously excited. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun and there've been people that have RSVP'd from near and far and 
it's great. We don't get to do these very often. And for a couple of years during COVID, couldn't do any of these things. So it's always nice. And people have been asking about other Maller meet and greets. There is nothing scheduled at this point. We've talked about doing a few things in different locations, but nothing is on the calendar at this point. But on this podcast, there is stuff on the agenda, if you will. We've got the tree hugger, playtime, tough breaks, pop goes the culture, back scratcher, and whatever else pops up on the agenda. But we'll start with this. So my birthday was last weekend, and we we had the podcast per normal. If you follow me on Instagram or on uh, Facebook, you saw a video, you saw some photographs. So I made a little bit of a day trip slash kind of like weekend getaway. It was one one night, two days, mostly one day. And I spent my birthday, one of my favorite places to hang out. I became Benny the Tree Hugger at Sequoia National Park and in Kings Canyon, which people, not as famous Kings Canyon, but it's, I don't know why they did that. It's connected. Sequoia is on one side and Kings Canyon is on the other side, but it's uh, America's yeah. second oldest national park. Spent a night in beautiful Visalia. Visalia. Yeah. I spent a night in Visalia. I knew and, it. And uh, my, my wife, uh, booked a room there at a hotel which is looks really old but is actually new called the darling huh. um, it's this old building in visalia i don't even know it might have been a bank or something like that but they turned it into a hotel it's really good it's actually a, if you end up visiting sequoia national park i do recommend it because they have high ceilings pretty good shower Good shower pressure. You go to a hotel. Usually, the hotel is like yeah, it's like it's uh, spitting at you uh, when you're in the shower. It's a terrible. Oh, man. That high water pressure is one of the perks of staying at a hotel, right? You take an extra long shower because it's their water bill, and that pressure is always better than it is at home. Well, I'm saying some of the hotels I've stayed at, that has not been the case. Like oh. uh, some of the, some Yeah, that's because you stay at cheaper hotels. Oh, but no, that's what I said, because I went with the wife booked it, so it's like a nicer hotel and all that stuff. Um, but so I was getting some email from people. that I posted a bunch of photos, and people were like, hey, you know, that that's where you went on your birthday. You could have gone anywhere you went. I was like, no, that's where I want to go. I like uh, That's my, my jam, and uh, I don't go there, like I said, very often, but – being around the 2,000-year-old giant sequoia trees is just – it's awesome. I mean, they, they – I was reading some stuff about these trees. They said these trees can live up to like over 3,000 years. And they're, it's one of the, the 10 oldest species on the entire planet. And it's uh, it's just wild uh, standing. And you know, I feel it's just so small standing around these giant redwoods. In, in the middle of the forest. And as an added bonus, and I did not anticipate this, in California in late April, playing in the snow. We had a snowball fight, me and the wife, at Sequoia National Forest. And the crazy thing about this, Danny, is that it's snow everywhere, all over the forest, because it's in high altitudes. But the temperature when we entered Sequoia National Park was like, 70 degrees so there's snow everywhere it's 70 degrees and then as we were going up elevation and going up and down the roads in sequoia and king's canyon it got all the way down to 45 degrees so it, it went from 70 to 45 now in visalia which is down the mountain from the national park it was 90 degrees in uh, Visalia. So we had the full range of temperatures and it's, uh, you know, it was, it was a fun time. We spent a, spent a good amount of time out in the forest uh, driving around. We had a little uh, lunch. We picked up some sandwiches and sat out by Hume Lake, which I'm sure you've been at and uh, been in that area. And also this beautiful lake in Sequoia. And uh, it was cool. It was, it was, it was a good time. We had fun. I, I love some of the signs. They had one sign that said like in the, 1800s when people first kind of discovered modern americans discovered the the park 
the, the the trees and all that stuff. So they they what they did is they they cut a couple of sequoias down because they wanted to show people on the East Coast. There was no internet, obviously. There was no way to show them, no television. So they cut some of these sequoia trees down and they had to cut them into pieces and put them on trains and take them across the I think there was some fair I read in Philadelphia in the late eighteen hundreds. So they took these giant sequoia trees. They had to then reassemble them in Philadelphia, I believe it was. So then what do you think the reaction was of the hardy East Coasters? What do you think the reaction was of the people in Philadelphia? Uh, probably what you would expect from Philly folks. Yeah, the people in Philly said, this is bullshit. Uh, you people in California are con artists. You're making this up. These are not real. You're losers. And uh, that's that was the attitude. They didn't think they were legit. They didn't think a tree could grow that big. And so their immediate reaction was, fuck you. You don't know what you're talking about. Uh, do I have to apologize, by the way? Anytime I curse, I might have to apologize to uh, our friend in Arkansas who gets all upset. But but, but anyway, that was the general reaction. Um, I didn't see any deer this time. Usually I see a lot of deer. Uh, I didn't see any bears. A uh, bunch of weird birds. There's, there's all kinds of different species in Sequoia. Uh, national park including some that will kill you like uh, the aforementioned bears and mountain lions and whatnot but uh, had a fine fine time and there was tons of snow and as of a couple days ago there was still a chance of some more snow so here we are into may today may 6th today so we're, we're gonna get uh more snow i mean the snow will still be up there into mid-may that's wild yeah, May 6th today, and it rained just two days ago in Southern California. Yeah. What's up with that? I thought we were done with the rain. I thought we'd moved on now from El Nino. El Nino. But no, apparently not. Apparently, we still have uh, that. So th- thanks to everyone who sent the, the birthday messages and all that. I appreciate it. And so I've, I've checked the Sequoia National Park box off for another year. And uh, just a wonderful... Wonderful place. Highly recommended if you've never been to the Giant Forest. We actually didn't even get to the Giant Forest because the road had been knocked out. So we had to go through the Kings Canyon entrance. And there, there are a bunch of giant sequoia trees. But the there's, there's actually a forest which is called the Giant Forest. We didn't get to that this time because it was inaccessible to human beings in cars. And so we went to some of the other giant, uh, giant trees around there. Um, so that was our fun. That was my playtime, but it was not everyone's playtime, Danny G. It was not everyone's playtime. Yeah, Ben, this will be quick, and but it's interactive, so should be fun to see what you think and the Fifth Hour podcast listeners recommend because it is the last three weeks of school for the school district that I help out in the morning time. All right, now this is the time of the year, obviously, where the teachers – give their last exams, their last bit of homework. The kids are starting to run wild. A few of them in my classroom in the morning do that every day. But as a whole, the kids are excited for pizza parties. And you remember that, Ben. That was one of the best times of the school year, obviously. Cause- oh, yeah. My favorite memories of elementary school, because uh, I was the fat kid that got picked on. But what I loved was the the end of the year, the pizza thing, the movies and pizza. And yes. I loved the teacher-student. Uh, like, we played kickball when I was in elementary school. I loved – oh, that was so much fun. Man. Yeah, students versus the teachers. Yeah, That's yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. You hit the nail on the head right there when you said pizza and movies. I get to make an executive decision right now on what movies to play for the kids the final week of the school year. So I have two weeks right now to turn in my movie choices because it is 2023. So the um, program in the morning from the school district has to get the parents' approval on these PG-rated movies. Oh, so it's only PG. Only PG, so keep that in mind. Okay. This is where I get to, like share some of the best movies ever made with these little monsters that might not ever get to experience, you know, back to the future. Yeah. Well, I, I assume, I think most kids have seen 
Ghostbusters. I think that was a PG movie, right? That's a classic. But they, so which they, Ghostbusters did they see though? Well, I can't play the original. Why not? That, that, that's the uh, that's a PG. I think that's a PG movie. You know what? It might have been, but I remember my mom and aunt being really embarrassed during certain parts of that movie. When what, they had, what, what, what? What were they doing? When they, they, there they, was like the, the sex scenes with uh, with Sigourney Weaver, remember? Yeah, yeah. She had like an orgasm type thing or something like <laughs> yes, that. Yes, when, when she got taken over by the spirits. Yeah. What about E.T.? Is that... <gasps> E.T. That might be a good one. That might be a good one. You got to remember the difference between us and kids nowadays. Uh, they'd be like, uh, stupid, who cares? Yeah. And they have zero patience. And so the movie really has to deliver. Seems like a lot of stuff was PG. And didn't they make the PG? You, they were kind of loose with the rating on that because they wanted kids to... Like they they wanted kids to to be able to see the movies, right? So there was it was I yeah. I, yeah. I was thinking I was thinking Goonies might be a good one to play. Yeah, that would be a solid one. But there's a long list, obviously, of classic '80s '90s movies. You know, Teen I, Wolf. You could do. the original Teen Wolf might be kind of funny. I guarantee. Although, I guarantee you. Um, here's one that will not get past the censors. It's uh, in this new delicate time we live in. Do you remember uh, the, the Three Amigos? You like all the Tardos? Oh that? yeah, that was a, that was a good movie. That was a funny Love that movie. movie. Yeah, I don't think that would fly nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Steve Martin, <laughs> uh, Chevy Chase, and Martin Short. Right? Am I? <laughs> I remember? Uh, 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 and then they hip thrust. <laughs> uh, uh, that kid Sam would love that. He'd be cracking up the entire movie, copying everything on the screen. Oh, you know another one. Oh, I think this is a PG movie, and it it was a spoof of Star Wars. You remember Spaceballs? Oh, Spaceballs! Yeah, Spaceballs was uh that was good. I don't know. I don't remember though. There's probably some stuff in there that that you can't can't have like there's like so many options here like uh i know there's some good choices so go ahead and email real fifth hour at gmail.com if you have some movie suggestions what movies that we appreciate that i should force upon these uh students yeah the other you you bring up a fair point because you've got a lot of bureaucracy because you've got the parents which is one layer, and I think most parents won't care. But there's always that one group of parents that is hyper, like they, they they're overprotective with their kid. They don't let their kid live. That's a problem. But then the other thing is like a lot of these movies are so dated without the technology that we have today. Like the kids gonna be watching, like oh, I don't understand, like the yeah, money, yeah, the money, See, money. I, yeah, think of, yeah, exactly. Think of it like this: if you were a kid nowadays with zero attention span and what you're used to seeing at the theater and how good effects and everything is now and video games and all that would you look at it and be like this is stupid yeah like i i thought the movie the money pit which is an 80s movie with tom hanks one of his early movies and shelly long i thought it was a great movie but if you watched it through the eyes of a child like you said why the fuck don't they just go on youtube and it's a deal you know do it yourself project here and they can fix it what what i don't understand it <laughs> makes no sense why are they wasting all their money it's going youtube and, and dyi boom you're done yeah some movies don't translate to the kids nowadays yeah but yeah so on the sheet I just got to write the movie's name down, the rating of the film, and then it'll get approved. So I, I feel like as long as I write PG next to it, most parents will just glance at the sheet and sign it and say it's okay. Another Tom Hanks movie that kids will look at and say, I don't care. What's the big deal about that? The movie Big, right? And that was a cool story, right? Because you wake up and you're, you know, you want, you, you have a wish. Remember? And he, yeah. And he became an adult, but, the technology thing, man. That's the thing. It's like, I don't, I don't know, but I don't know about that. Anyway, all right. Well, uh, yeah, email and we'll read a bunch of them next week. How about that? And then we'll help you decide. Yeah. If you have any movies you want to recommend, that would be outstanding. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket 
when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We have Backscratcher is next on the agenda. We'll get to pop culture, but I wanted to go to Backscratcher. And this is where people post... Things on the Apple podcast page about the fifth hour, little reviews and whatnot. And then we thank you. You scratch our back. We scratch your back. Metaphorically, of course, we're not actually going to scratch your back. But uh, this week, Danny, on the Apple podcast page, did we get one review, two reviews, or no reviews? I am going to say... One, uno. Well, you are incorrect, Danny. You are incorrect. It turns out we actually got two, two reviews this week. How about that? Happy to be wrong. This week in baseball. Uh, First one comes from uh, Titans 420. Titans 420. He uh, writes in five stars. Really, really decent show. Yes. He says, this show is very decent. So congratulations, Danny. You're part of a decent show. He said, one of the most decent shows of all time. He says, I listen all the time. Unless I'm doing something else, I started listening in jail. How about that, Danny? In jail. (laughs) I could not have asked for a better show to help pass the time. Just needs more UFC news, in my opinion. I heard at the Subway restaurant the show was going to get nominated for an award, and I got to say, I like the underdog story. Wow. I bet you a whole bunch of indecent things happened there in prison. You think you think that uh, that took place? You think it's a well? Maybe he was at a low security prison because if you're at a low security prison, that you can have access to to radio and you can have different electrical equipment, things like that. Very true. Maybe he just evaded taxes. Yeah, there's the white collar criminal and the blue collar criminal. Much different treatment. Much different in the legal penal system uh, of of America. So next up on the <laughs> you said penal. I know. Giggity 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 giggity. Ray from the Bay writes in. Ray from the Bay, he said, uh, there's uh, Big Ben, Danny G, and everyone else. Uh, you and Danny G are so chill. I like this uh, podcast because uh, you just get a good old conversation going. I want to call the show 
But we'll follow up on that eventually. That's Ray from the Bay. Five stars. Thank you, Ray from the Bay. That has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? I like that. Rhymes. like Thank you, Ray. And I hope your boy Poole keeps chucking up long three-pointers. No, no, no. no. The, um, I am with my friends in the Bay Area. I am. You, know you are, you Laker hater. I am a fan of the Clippers and whoever plays the Lakers. That is who I like. And I am a Golden State Warrior fan. Go Splash Brothers. Splish Splash. Yes. And you, Danny, I think you should continue to send those checks to the NBA officials. And I hope you can get a pool where they they were uh, they were paid off there then when they gave them that phantom four point play. A sixth, seventh, and eighth uh, man for the Lakers. It's eight on five when you play the Lakers, but that's a different conversation. Uh, that's what happens when you guess wrong about the Lakers going into the playoffs. Uh, I don't know about any guesswork. Uh, John Morant got hurt in round one. The officials helped you out early in the series against Golden State, so things are certainly breaking your way. I wouldn't brag about that, though. But uh, yeah. we do There's have a little tiny Clippers violin for you. <laughs> No, it's not about the Clippers. It's not about the Clippers. Pop goes to the call. You just said it is. You said the Clippers and whoever is playing against the well, Lakers. The Clippers aren't playing, so this is about this is about the gold. My Golden State Warriors. I'm a Warriors fan. Wrong. I go back to the Chris Mullen, uh, Mitch yeah. Tim Hardaway run TMC. I go back to that. Joe Barry Carroll, even before that. I mean, I'm I'm a I'm a freaking Golden State Warrior historian, is what I am. It explains uh, why you shoot your free throws underhand. When I was a kid, uh, I actually shot a set shot because of Purvis Short, former Golden State <laughs> Warrior, and I had a baseline jumper because of Terry Teagle. And oh. uh, and uh, oh, I, and you choked out a coach because of Latrell Sprewell. <laughs> well, no, I wasn't a Warriors fan by then, but I, I was like, uh, I was a big uh, fan of sleeping. So, I, Sleepy Floyd was a big part of my my life uh, when I was younger, and uh, so yeah, I go way back. Rod Higgins, remember Rod Higgins for the Golden State Warriors? Sure, yeah. Just listing off players' names now. No, I'm not. I, these are people. I'm, I'm not. No, no Google. I'm, these are. I just know my Golden State Warriors. And the first NBA game, fun fact, first NBA game I ever attended. Ever attend was at the unfortunately it was at the Great Western Forum, then just called the Forum. I was with my youth basketball team. We got to play on the court after the game, but the Lakers were playing. This is like the Showtime Lakers. They were playing the Golden State Warriors, and George Carl was coaching the Golden State Warriors, and Joe Barry Carroll was playing for the Golden State Warriors in that particular game. That's a fun fact. Did George Carl have a full head of hair? No, he did look disheveled. He he was young at the time. I thought he was old, but he was disheveled, and he had. His- he, you're right. He's one of those guys where he's looked old our entire life. That's a good thing. That's a a wonderful thing. Like uh, we've told the story before on the podcast about Sparky Anderson, who was this yeah. old manager for the Tigers. But Sparky looked like he was about seventy when he was forty. Right? I mean, he just looked old. He looked old, 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 old. All right, let's get to Pop Goes the Culture. So these are some random pop culture stories that caught my attention this week. Nicholas Cage making headlines. I don't know if you guys talked about this on Covino and Rich, Danny, but uh, Nicholas Cage said that he has memories of life from before being born. Yeah, it sounds about right. Uh, come on. I mean, I, I, I'm not. I, I like Nicolas Cage. I saw the thing. Somebody sent me a link. Uh, he was on 60 Minutes, which I used to watch. My mom and dad used to watch that every week when I was a kid. I really haven't watched it much recently. But on YouTube, they have a channel, and they put this thing up, and Nicolas Cage like moved to Vegas to save money on taxes, which I respect. And he, uh, you know, he, he lost a lot of money and investments and stuff. But he, he's an interesting cat. But do I think he actually has memories of life from before being born? No, of course. Bullshit. It's absolute bullshit is what it is. The fact that anyone would report that is is it's ridiculous. Anyway, um, what else did I see? Uh, glowing UFOs spotted over Las Vegas recently, and the military and the airport, McCarran Airport, denying any knowledge 
of these unidentified flying objects, glowing UFOs, this, uh, caught on, of course, camera. 8 News, Las Vegas, Channel 8 in Vegas, investigated. And the uh, station reached out to the Air Force Base, uh, Nellis Air Force Base. And there's uh, Harry Reid International Airport. I guess I used to be called McCarran. I guess it's called Harry Reid. Uh, who knew? I don't fly to Vegas. I drive. So I don't know. Uh, anyway, they said all they were unaware of any activity. Witnesses shot the video, glowing UFO. This was the guys in his backyard. The lights were located over the strip and the old downtown area. And so they're trying to figure out what. Uh, they wanted to go to your jam, Fremont Street. That's where I hang, man. That's the Maller part of Vegas. The strip is for the amateurs. The professionals go down to the Fremont Street. Bunch of hookers and cocaine. Oh. The Fremont Street experience. That's where the the real freaks in Vegas are. Yeah, I'm looking at the video here. I got to tell you, you know, it looks it's a series of lights. It could be drones. It looks like it's big enough to be a plane or a blimp or something like that. Click on this. And hopefully if I click the right button, you'll be able to click on it and you'll see the lights over Vegas. Check all that, all that out. It's like a 26 second clip. It's not that, it's not that long, but you can see. It reminds me a little bit of what they had in Arizona. When the, uh, remember the, the, the spacecraft like flew over Phoenix. That's know? right. Remember that years ago. I think that was in the nineties. All right. So did you see, have you seen the video, Danny? Have you checked out the video here? Have you seen this video? Yeah, but it's not as freaky as it used to be to see things like this because the government just admitted during COVID that there are UFOs. None of this surprises us now. Right. Yeah. Now do the UFOs practice social distancing? I think they do. Cause they, they're not like meeting with us. Do they wear masks? Do they have masks on? Do we do we know? No, we don't. We don't know if they're wearing masks or anything like that. I, I don't know. That was the funniest thing that came out of the whole COVID situation, though. Everybody was so caught up in hoarding toilet paper and robbing stores of you know uh, what what was what was the other thing that was in high demand? Well, bottled water and toilet paper were like the big thing, and uh, hand sanitizer, yes. masks. Remember there was a limit on how many sanitizers you could buy? Yeah. Now you can buy as many as you want. They will give you extra hand sanitizer right now. Uh, uh, but, but they announced that they had real video of real UFOs and that aliens existed. And everybody was so busy with all the COVID nonsense that it just kind of got pushed off to the side. Yeah. Well, speaking of space, space tourism is going to be a thing. We've talked about this in the past, but there's now a, a price point. Space tourism form, uh, a firm rather, has been formed. They reveal their plans for zero gravity later this year. You'll be able to travel to zero uh, gravity this year. How much is it going to cost, Danny? You know, it's not too outrageous, but it's outrageous for the commoners. So you want to take okay. a guess? Uh, they say they, uh, you know, the space tourism, the plan is for zero gravity music concerts starting later this year. And they're going to they're going to have a DJ, a pop performances, uh, the rap, the whole thing. I'm going to say one hundred thousand dollars. No, well, but compared to that, this is great. Uh, the, the company's in Florida. It's a zero G. They are uh, offering microgravity flights uh, aboard a, a Boeing 727, specially modified. And they, the price point is $9,000. You don't, you would not trust a $9,000 no. trip to zero gravity. No, but, it, but no, cause in my mind, it was kind of for the one percenters. Yeah. Well, or at least people who are wealthy. And so, You'd have to take a big chunk of change out to to do something like that. Nine thousand dollars. That sounds like some some carnies put this together. Well, I'm looking at the brochure thing here, and it looks like what this is is the vomit comet, which I often I give an homage when somebody has a really bad game. I'll point out that they were they were riding the vomit comet, 
on the show, and that is my tribute to the zero-gravity plane, which is what they train astronauts in. They take you up. So I think that's what this is. Like, it's, it's you're not really going to space. You're not really space traveling, then. No, you're just going zero-gravity. So, and that's, oh, okay. that's, that's the vomit coming. So this is false advertising. It really is. I don't like that. I uh, I do not like that. There, you know, this story I, I did want to mention, you know, I'm not a music guy, but I was following that Ed Sheeran lawsuit, and he brought up a great point, a great point. He's being sued for copyright infringement. I, was it a Marvin Gaye song that they claim he ripped off or something like that? I, I, I read the story briefly, but I'm – like a, not a big music. I like music, but I'm, I'm not inside the music world. But he brought up a great point. So he's been sued a couple times. He said that there are only so many notes. There are 12 notes that are available in music. He said there are 22 million songs that come out a year, he said. And so it is inevitable that things are going to sound similar. Now, being that I am not big on the music gene, Danny, let me let me ask you the question here. Do you think Ed Sheeran is a sympathetic figure, or do you think he's full of shit and that he ripped off another song? What is the more likely scenario? I guess I would have to hear the two pieces of audio side by side. His hit song was called Thinking Out Loud, and he's being accused of plagiarizing let's get it on the classic from marvin gay as you mentioned yeah so i would need to hear the two side by side but i i understand what he's trying to get at but then there's just some times where the artists or whoever the writers were or producers simply rip somebody else off yeah and they think that they're so powerful that they can win any lawsuit and but in many ways i'm Here's how I relate to Ed Sheeran, because doing sports radio, Danny, there's only so many takes you can have. Uh, and uh, at the end of the, the end of a show, you you try you know try to be as original. I, I don't listen to a lot of sports radio mainly because I want to come up with my own stuff. And sometimes I'll come up with something that, you know, Covino and Rich will have the same take I have, or they'll have the same take that I had. And people think, oh, you're stealing it from them. But in my case, I, I don't I don't purposely don't listen because I want to do my own thing. I have my own opinions when I see the stories and stuff, but there are limits, right? There's only so many different ways you can cut up a story. As we learned years ago when we were coming up in radio, the topic tree, right? There's different branches to the tree, but there's only so many branches on the tree. Um, there's the who, what, where, when, why, how, all that. But then after that, you know, it's like, okay. Also, there's some little bit of copying here and there where it's a compliment not somebody trying to steal. I was influenced by this artist or that artist. And so that's in my subconscious because I listened to it so many hundreds of times. And so, of course, I'm going to be influenced by that, maybe even use a little bit of that style or flavor. And if it comes off like I'm stealing from somebody, did I do that? Because I'm like, ah, I'm going to steal from this artist. Or is that me complimenting them because I was a fan of theirs growing up? Yeah, no, for sure. And like, uh, I'll I'll give a line like some broadcaster said back when I was a kid, you know. But it's really to me, it's a tribute, it's an homage. But I usually give them credit. Like I'll say, you know, sometimes I'll quote Walt Frazier. I'll say, no, uh, no hocus pocus, just focus. So he used to say that on the next next broadcast. We've we've all quoted the late Dave Niehaus, the Mariners broadcaster. You know, get out the rye bread and mustard, Grandma. It's grand salami time. You know, and all, all that. Yeah, and even in just regular conversation, you'll yeah. say playoffs. Oh, exactly. Uh, of course, yeah. Can you imagine that. at the end of the podcast if I had to say Ben's impersonation of playoffs was due to the coach at the podium, <laughs> blah blah blah, in the year of blah blah blah. That's in essence what you got to do as a musician. Yeah, it's a, it's a threading a needle is essentially. Yeah, is. I mean, if you you go back to like Mozart in the beginning, I'm sure everything's been been done. And back in those days, stuff wasn't even even written. Well, here's a bunch of stories. Have you noticed there's a theme in the in the regular news media? There's a theme that we're all going to die because of AI. 
that AI is going to kill us. And one of the stories I saw this week, now the religious, very religious people are very concerned because they're saying that the new AI chat GBT, GPT, they're worried is they're going to worry that it's creating, it's going to create a new religion. It's going to write its own sacred text. And this is going to create a whole new religion. Are you concerned, Danny? Is this something that keeps you up at night? Are you worried about this? Wow. Oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, you're devastated. That's uh, it's stupid. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, here's another story, which I love the hypocrisy of uh, big corporations. So DocuSign, we've all used DocuSign, especially over the last couple of years since the pandemic become very popular it's become very profitable so the people at DocuSign recently announced they are forcing against their will their employees to come back to the office and people have been working remotely and they say you gotta come back so the people at DocuSign did that at the same time they sent out a report celebrating the fact of all the benefits of working remotely. So so they're forcing their employees to come back while at the same time announcing, you know, it's really, there's a lot of good stuff. There's a lot of good benefits and perks if you don't work at the office, which is, I just, I, I love. We were talking about COVID earlier on this podcast. Yeah. And that was one thing I remember a conversation, a uh, hot topic was, this is a thing of the future now. It's working out for all these companies. So even after there's a cure and there's no more COVID, people will be able to work remotely and their bosses will trust them. (laughs) Well, the funny thing about that, there's a lot of funny things about that, but I, the commercial real estate, the fact that these companies are renting out, I think that's the biggest issue. If these companies did not have leases, like they have to justify to the investors and we see that in our business in, in the radio business you know radio stations a lot of people do the shows from their houses these days 
the funny thing is years ago, Rush Limbaugh often did the show from his house, Steve Harvey. Uh, I've heard Howard Stern in recent years has started to do the show from his house. But the, the, the point of the matter is that, that, you know, people have done this well, but they, they they've got these long leases and they've got to justify to their shareholders that, well, we've got to, we're paying X dollars a month, a month, for the studio, so we or, or the office, and so we have to have people in in the building, and so that's that's the main uh, sticking point. Uh, we'll do a couple more here. Uh, let's see. Did you did you guys on Covino and Rich talk about the the penis shaped ice in Canada? Did that <laughs> no, that did not come up. Uh, well, this is this seems like a fake story, but. I, as far as I know, it's not. So an iceberg measuring 30 feet uh, appears to look just like a – it's got a very phallus look to it, Danny. And it's off the co- Canadian coast. It's gone viral. A floating uh, dong uh, out there in the ocean. And my favorite part of the story, and the reason this is such a perfect story, is it is off Newfoundland, Dildo, Newfoundland. You're making that up. No, I am not. I am not. Is that how you really pronounce it? Yeah, it's, it's Dildo Newfoundland. That's the, the name of the town. <laughs> and uh, they they love the, the name. I'll send you the link on this. You can see the photo. It does, I got to tell you, it does appear to uh, have the uh, the shape of uh, the twig and berries out there floating out in the Atlantic. So it's just a hard coincidence. It's, uh, it, it's standing at attention, Danny. It's a very... You know, it's a phallical situation is what it is. It's uh, very much a Dick and Dayton, but in dildo. Yes. Uh, yes. The uh, image has gone viral. And it's not the only one. If you if you click on the story I sent you, there's also another uh, image from Australia, a penis starfish. So big, yeah. big uh, time of the year for <laughs> for the different weird items in the ocean. So and that, you said the word penal earlier. I think I'm sensing a theme here. Cockadoodle do. Yeah. So click on that, and then you can see if you scroll down, there's a photo of the the phallical shaped iceberg. And then if you scroll down a little bit more, there's another photo from Australia. If you scroll a little bit more, there's this, a photo from Australia of a uh, something on the bottom of the ocean. That is turned upwards and does appear. See that starfish? Is a yeah, at the corner of each starfish, it looks like. <laughs> yeah, it looks like a. Uh, oh, that's wild, isn't it? I like the names. They say it's a porn star. They named it. My starfish. <laughs> you know what, Danny? Here, we're going to make a fortune. You know what we got to do? We've got to go to Australia, get a couple of those. We got to breed those starfishes. You know how many of those things we'd sell as a gag gift? How many people would want that in their fish tank? The the porn star uh starfish. Oh my god, that'd be we'd make a ton of money. It's also nicknamed the octopus. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. Oh, so good. Oh my. That is outstanding. Uh, anyway, we'll uh, get out on that. Anything you want to promote? Get out, we'll get out on the octopus. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say we'd get off on it. I said we'd get out. Go. Of- <laughs> but uh, what do we? Uh, what do we got going on Saturday? Uh, day of rest for me. I'll be doing stuff around the Maller Mansion and whatnot that needs to be done. Anything on your agenda today, Danny? My uh, chickadee. She had a baby shower last Saturday. While I was off fishing. Okay. And there was so much baby gear in the garage. I had organized the garage. It looked so clean, so fresh and so clean. And now it looks like two pallets of baby has been delivered to the garage from all these Amazon gifts from family and friends. And so very grateful to have some diapers and whatever baby crap you're imagining. It's here in the garage. And so we got to go through it and organize it. And now I want that out of my man cave. Well, it's nice that you're loved, number one. Number two, have we have we noticed as a society we only care about kids when they're little babies? When they get a little older, uh, you're on your own. Uh, and and those yep. 
you pointed this out, Danny, and I, I, I'm aware of this as well. Like those kids grow so fast. Like you're not, they're going to go through all those clothes in a year, you know, a couple of years and you'll be on to some other stuff. And that's why my wifey was telling family and friends, Hey, try to get some things for when the baby's a little older, because we have lots of hand-me-downs already for when the baby's an infant, you know, at least we were planning and thinking ahead. And she was able to recycle a lot of her son's clothes that she still had in storage. Oh, that's good. Yeah. All right. Very good. Well, have a great day today. Whatever you're up to, we got another mailbag podcast. And again, if you missed it, I I assume you've already made it through this whole podcast. You heard me earlier, but if not, for some reason, if you fast forward the Friday podcast, everything you need to know, all the details, all the information for the Mallard meet and greet, which is two weeks from today. So if you're listening to us in Minnesota or Wisconsin or Iowa, any reasonable driving distance, we would love to meet you. I'll be there hanging out on May 20th. May 20th, I'll be there and cannot wait for that. Have a great day. We'll talk to you next time. Yeah, we'll see you tomorrow for the mailbag. Later, skater. Bye, Felicia. Hey, it's Maller here. It's bracket season, and you can pre-register now for the Fox Sports Radio Bracket Challenge at foxsportsradio.com. Get details, rules, and pre-register today so you can easily create your winning bracket when it's live on March 17th. Once you fill out your bracket, you'll be entered for a chance to win the ultimate college sports trip for you and a friend, including travel and stays at any graduate hotel's location sponsored by Tractor Supply and Graduate Hotels, where college fans stay. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 